Troll Podcast. I'm Brendan, and I got Mike here. Mm-hmm. And on this week's episode, episode 39, we talk about the Splatoon 2 Direct and the soon launch of Splatoon, as well as uh, the new Overwatch update for Doomfist. And this week's episode is also sponsored by uh, who, Mike? Uh, crystal Meth. Uh, I mean, these things are as addictive, I guess, as Crystal Meth, but is that, yeah. a, is that a bad boy? Is that a bad advertisement for that? I... I don't know. I don't work in marketing. All right. Well, we're going to roll with it because you said it. So this week's episode is sponsored by Goodnight Fatty, our good friends over at Goodnight Fatty. If you are in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday from 7 to 11 p.m., head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And for those of you who don't know what a fatty is, it's a cookie. Don't get it twisted. It's delicious. Every week they uh, concoct three delicious fatties that roll out on Friday and Saturday and then the following week there's something different so they always keep it fresh and delicious and they bake them on site and to order they're always hot and delicious and if you happen to stop by tell them Pass the Controller sent you and you will be greeted with some delicious cookies and hugs and everybody has a good time stay and fresh and your your tummies are pretty happy I'd say yes um, yes. Yeah. They, I mean, mine are. Are yours? Uh, my, it's as happy as it's going to get. I guess. And as always, you can find us on the interwebs at ptcgaming.com, on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller, and on Twitter at pass controller. And you can find me at bgroom and this guy at underscore mycopath. And enjoy this week's episode. What's going on, Mike? Nothing. Uh, so, it's been a fucking week. It's been an interesting week. Coming off the holiday. That was, what? That was fucking Tuesday. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, it I hasn't even been a full week. I don't know, I've been asleep a lot. Yeah, I mean, you kept saying that, but you haven't. Coming off the holiday, we get a fucking, we get two giant, like, important game announcements, especially for games that we play. Mm-hmm. Something Overwatch related and something Splatoon related. That sounds familiar. I think uh, I think we should kick things off here and probably just go right into. Actually, no. Let's 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 backtrack a little bit and. I mean, how was your Fourth of July? I mean, I know we were together, but. I mean, oh I, yeah, we were together, so it was awful. <laughs> Fuck. But what uh. That keeps happening. Yeah. The coasters keep sticking to our sweating beverages. And, this has uh, never happened before. Oh, it happens to me all the time with these coasters. I think it's just these coasters. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm going to talk about this for an hour. What the hell is wrong with the coasters? Uh, everything. But, um, yeah, so we, we were, for the most of the holiday, we were up in, uh, good old New Hampshire on the lake. Mm-hmm. What, uh, did you have a good time? It's all right. It was just all right? Yeah. Yeah? Talked about, uh, I don't know, me crying a lot, my pants falling down. We did talk about that. That seems to be a theme in my past. Not so much anymore. Ah, uh, the crying probably, but... Crying probably happened My pants before. do stay on now. That's because I'm too fat from the fall off. <laughs> this is accurate. But, um... Yeah, I, I... My favorite thing... Well, not my favorite... I mean, not my favorite thing, but... One of the things I enjoyed most about being up there was... Like, in years past, we've always just brought our DSs or 3DSs. Which is great, but... I don't know, laying in bed every night just playing Zelda on my Switch felt fucking pretty amazing. That is all he did. That's all I did. 
I actually only reserved it for like nighttime. Oh, bedtime. Like I didn't whip my switch out during the day. I wasn't like, hey, you know what I mean, hey, welcome to the switch the controller. No, I wasn't like just whipping my switch out. But I, you know, got to enjoy some late night switching. What did you play while you were up there? Just Mario Kart? I played Mario Kart one night for as long as it took me to complete a cup. No. It took you that long to pl- complete a cup? We watched like four episodes of Glow. I must have stopped playing. I think I, oh, I stopped playing to watch Glow. Oh, Glow was... I enjoyed it. I want to finish that series. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. It was funny. It was very funny. Um, is that something that they're going to make another season of? I don't know, but if it does well enough, I can't see why they wouldn't do another season. Unless it like, unless it's like a really self-contained one-season arc. I don't know about. Yeah, because you know we only watched the episodes. Yeah, from what we watched, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. I'll definitely finish that series. Is it long? Do you know? It's a Netflix series, so we're looking at like ten to thirteen episodes. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely revisit that and finish it because it was it was very enjoyable. It was very funny. Sure. Allison Marie looks different. She's like super skinny and muscular. She's she she did like she did change her physique specifically to play you know a that wrestler. Role. Yeah. yeah, it's enjoyable. I I was not. I guess I didn't know too much about the show going into it, so I didn't know it was such a comedy. Like I didn't know it was such a. I didn't know it was such a comedy either. I for some reason I thought it was more of like a drama about like women, strong women figures. That's what I that's what I assumed the show was about. And I mean, I guess there's still those elements, but it's much more of a comedy than anything yeah. else, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, I prefer that, to be honest. Yeah, so that took me by surprise, but I'm, I welcome it, and I was not anticipating adding another show to my ongoing list of shows. At least it's a Netflix though, so you can tune, you can tune in whenever you want. I can like tune in and out, but I think but my life would be easier if I would just finish these shows real quick. It was also helpful if the episodes were like half an hour long. That that is helpful, yes. We don't, we don't need more TV shows that have fucking hour plus, mm-hmm. you know, times. Even the 48 minute one is a little bit too long, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you have to watch fucking Master of None season two. It's yeah. honestly probably... I still have to finish that. that. Honestly, Master of None, between both seasons, that's probably one of the best shows I've watched in a long time. I would put that in my top ten shows. I don't know where it would fall on the list, but that's up there. I, I enjoy that show a lot. Like, that's a very well written show. Yeah, I do need to watch that. Just Netflix alone, I gotta watch that season two. I got, and now I'm probably adding glue to my list. I have to finish Iron Fist before Defenders comes out, and I also want to catch up on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That's just I off wanna, the top of my head. I want to finish watching that show too. I never finished the first season, but I enjoyed it. I just stopped watching it. Um, I hate when that happens to shows that I enjoy. It happened to Better uh, Better Call Saul. Like, yeah. I had zero issues. I. Yeah, it's, Every intention of it's one thing it. for me to drop, like, just stop watching a show that I didn't care for. It's another thing for me like, to like the show and just don't have the time to finish it. Yeah. And I kept telling myself forever I was gonna... I have to finish fucking Silicon Valley. That season ended. I know, I'm still behind on that too. Uh, and John Oliver. And fucking, I mean, the shows I need to watch compared to what you have to watch is... I'm fucked. I mean, I haven't watched... I haven't finished Daredevil season one. And watch any other Inhuman show. Uh, I'm in season one of Game of Thrones, so throw that out the window. Doesn't it come back tomorrow? I think it does. Probably. 
I kept telling myself I was gonna oh I'll finally binge the show before the season comes out and then but yeah. I don't think it was supposed to come out in July I think it was supposed to come out in fall I don't know because I don't watch Game of Thrones I haven't really bothered myself to keep up with it in any capacity yeah well so yeah that, I mean that's that I, I'm, I'm looking forward to many more adventures where I get to bring my Switch along and that gets to be a part of my journey it's your life's journey it's it's pretty great like I still like I still brought my 3DS with me because there's still games on there that I want to play but Zelda man that Zelda DLC is pretty great I brought my Switch and only my Switch with the with the uh, with the idea in mind that it's portable but there was the slight possibility that we might end up in a multiplayer situation and not just the two of us, but, like, multiple, yeah. like, okay, if we all want to play, we can do this. Between the two of us, we already have four, four controllers. controllers built in. And I brought a separate and set of Joy-Cons, so yeah. that would have been six if you played split Joy-Cons. That, that's the thing that really, really separates the Switch right now, is that, like, not only can you bring this awesome single-player machine, but the possibility for multiplayer opens up very easily. Because at the very least, you know, at the very least... You can play two players by two, splitting the Joy Cons. Two players, and I would say two players comfortably because I I've used the Joy Con like a single Joy Con as a control by my, by itself. And, and it's fine. fine. I've yet to use that besides Snipper Clips, I guess, which I never problem. I mean, Snipper Clips is obviously like not many inputs, so it's an yeah. easy game to translate onto a Joy Con. But I I guess I should probably give Mario Kart a try just to see what it feels like. Um, but yeah, I mean. Because of the nature of what the Switch is, where it's like a built-in multiplayer portable gaming system, anytime I think I'd be in that scenario, I'll probably always pack a separate regular controller, so at least two people can play comfortably, and then, you know, if we need to bust out the Joy-Cons and split them, then fine. But like, I mean, to have... What I did was, when we went, I didn't bring my Pro Controller, I just brought the two Joy-Con grips. Yeah. So... I mean, two people can just pop them in and bang. Because the case that I have for my Switch, I can't fit the Joy-Con grips in there, but I can fit all my games and the Joy-Cons in there, plus the Switch with Joy-Cons on it. So, yeah. And I could probably fit another set of Joy-Cons in there. I don't really know what that other compartment is for. I'm assuming it's just to jam it with Joy-Cons. But anyways, we should probably hop on to the Splatoon 2 Direct. Okay. And the game's launching in two weeks. I can't fucking wait. Pretty pumped for that, so... It, it, it might be the game to finally take me away from Overwatch for more than a couple of days. Yeah, I feel like this would be the one for me. I think it will definitely be the one for you. Like, Splatoon's your fucking jam. Like, we all love Overwatch, but Splatoon is your fucking jam. Yep, this Yeah. You know, unless, you know, there are certain things I have to go back to Overwatch for because just the nature of Overwatch. I oh, we're never going to stop playing Overwatch. To pop in there every once in a while, get fucking some loot boxes or get my, get some stupid skin for an event, but now when people say, hey, we're playing Overwatch, I'll be like, fuck you, I'm playing Splatoon. Yeah, and you're going to do that, I know. Yeah. Which is fine, because then I'll probably be like, yeah, fuck you guys, I'm playing Splatoon with Mike, see ya. Yeah, this will be it. I really... All this time, I mean, I've been pumped for Splatoon 2, and I have yet to, like, turn on my Wii U and just, like, you know, 
dust off the cobwebs with uh, Splatoon 1. The further we get into the Switch's life, the less that I ever care about touching my Wii U. I'm not going to sell it. I'll keep it. It's a relic. I'll keep it. I keep all my Nintendo stuff for some reason. But, I mean, like, there's been some times recently where I've had a hankering to play Smash, and I just don't want to plug my Wii U in. I just don't want to go through the trouble. My Wii U is plugged in. I could, I could do it. I just, I just don't. I think all I'd have to switch is an HDMI cable to it, but then I gotta go get the fucking motherfucker. Gotta go get the fucking GameCube. There's a lot of prep, and honestly, I don't fucking care. I'd rather just play Overwatch. At this point, really, all I want to do is just see what the online situation's like for any of those games. It's uh, at this point. It's probably just good people playing. Like, it's it's probably not bad people playing. Yeah. Like, the only people that are playing those two games online are probably just people who are like, I love Smash, I'm nasty at Smash, I'm playing Smash. Or, I love Splatoon, whatever. But, I mean, we get the Splatfest. So, let's, alright, let's dive into the things that we've, you know, have been revealed to us now. That we didn't know previously about Splatoon 2. Well, uh... What are the important things to talk about? Um, well, I mean, I think right off the bat is customizing your inklings. I think that was one of the things people were probably, like, clamoring for a lot in the first game. was, like, you couldn't really, besides switching up your gear, you so couldn't, you, like, yeah. cosmetically change your, your inkling. Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool, actually. It's fucking awesome. Even the hairstyles. People were, like, hoping that there would, it, back in those days, be, like, a gear update that would let you change your hairstyles, but there never was. Yep, I have to. I haven't looked at the. Ink. Actually, no, I did see the Inkling Boys haircuts. When I go home, I have to. Are you gonna in. pick a male Inkling? Yeah, probably. Well, you already saw what I picked. Yes. I mean, I, again, I typically pick female characters in games where you have the option. I know you. You've gone on record. I think in recent time, the only time I haven't picked a female character. Off the bat, like if I could do a second playthrough of something or make a second character, I might make a male one. But Mass Effect. But that's solely because of the relationship aspect. Because oh. you're building all these relationships. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to play as a guy and not as a girl in that scenario. That's fair. Like, like, let's just be honest. If I'm trying, I'm trying to do the bang and not get banged. You could have, could have lezzed out. I don't know. I, for me in that game, I, I'm just playing. As, I need to insert my penis into this game. Exactly. Exactly. No, I don't know. I just massive. I played the first three Mass Effects as a guy. I mean, I figured I would just keep that going. Yeah, Dax Shepard. I know. Not Dax Shepard. It is Commander Shepard, but. No. Yeah, his first name is Dax. Ah, uh, it's not. He's married to, uh, Kitchen Bell. Not a thing. Still not a thing. Oh, fine. Just like Super Star Wars isn't on the Super Nintendo Classic. Listen, agree to disagree. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of falsehoods that you and Dom are spewing over the waves, airwaves here. No one's, no one's censoring us. This is free radio right here. I guess. If that's, if that's what you want to call it. But anyways, so yeah, the customizing is pretty huge. Uh, I'm excited, you know... Even the little details, hairstyle. I think you could. I think you could pick skin tone. You could pick skin tone. But you couldn't do eye color and hair color or hairstyle. I'm sorry. You couldn't do hairstyle. I don't remember eye color or not. But again, it's such little things that you know is 
good that whether it was Nintendo listening or not, or if they just chose to do it on their own, it's good because fans are going to be excited. I'm excited. I mean, popping on the, the demo right now and just being able to customize my Inkling made me very happy. Uh, and just the presentation of it. Like, I don't know if you were paying attention, but like when you clicked the hairstyle you want, like your Inkling would like... Spin around. Yeah, like, like just do like cool little... like Presentation-wise, very, very solid. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but I guess other things that they kind of went over in this Direct that they didn't really talk about prior to this was... Uh, amiibo support. I know we know there was amiibo support, but they kind of outlined a little bit more what they would do. Yeah. Outside of just saving your character, if you were bringing it to someone else's house, I guess. You could save like gear loadouts. Um, you could get special gear from the amiibo, which you could do in the first one. Uh, was that all it did? Maybe. I mean, there was probably more, but that's all I can think of. Like. Yeah. Right off the dome. I mean, it's just. You know, it's good to see Nintendo continuing their Amiibo support. And, you know, they clearly already have a few Amiibo for Splatoon 2 coming out, and I'm sure they'll have more after that. But to see the Legacy Amiibo also play a role. It'll be cool at some point if they decide to be like, hey, now Mario Amiibos work, and if you use a Mario Amiibo, maybe you'll get a Mario gear item or something. Something to make use of all the Amiibo that yeah. I still currently have in boxes. Me too. Well, they don't... This this is what I'm cool with. Like, I'm cool with games like Splatoon or, you know, ARMS, for, for for example. Like, or even how Zelda's doing it right now. Where it's like, you know, Zelda uses just Zelda Amiibo. And, you know, Splatoon uses just Splatoon Amiibo. But down the line, to invigorate the game a little bit more... It'd be kind of cool if they, like, you know, a year from now, a random update to Breath of the Wild was like, oh, use your fucking Mario Amiibos and, you know, you have a chance of getting a chest that has a Mario hat for Link. It'd just be cool. Like, some something cool to kind of, like, invigorate the game in in the years ahead. Yeah. Splatoon doesn't need that off the bat. I think it would, personally, I think that would be a negative thing for the game off the bat. To just infuse all the other IPs in there. Mm-hmm. Like... Let Splatoon breathe on its own. Let Splatoon be Splatoon. And then down the line, it's like, yeah, we're going to do a fucking Splatfest. Mario Luigi. Oh, yeah, by, by the way, now Mario Amiibos work in Splatoon. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Bear in mind, they said a year of updates, two years of Splatfest. So that was the other thing that I wanted to touch at some point during this. Well, I guess we'll get to it now because you brought it up. But they said a year, about a year... Of updates, mm-hmm. free updates, and then two two long years is what they said of Splatfest. I don't think Nintendo's gonna stick to that. The Splatfest maybe, but if I recall correctly, the Splatoon one free update stuff went longer than they initially attended. Uh, I'm pretty sure that at one point they had like a outlined timeline of what it would go till. Mm-hmm. And then they ended up going past it. They did eventually stop it. Yes. But I feel like it went past what it was initially supposed to do. But the other thing, the reason why I think that they're not going to stick to that is... Or... Maybe the better way to phrase it is... It would be silly for them to say it has a finite end time. It's smart for them to say, we're going to do this for a while. A year is a long time for free stuff. It's smart for them to like say, "Hey, we're gonna add a lot of free stuff for at least a, at least a year." But I mean, if the community for this game is thriving and there's 
you know, millions of people playing, it's probably a good idea to stimulate the game longer than a year. I mean, Overwatch has been out now for over a year, and we're getting a new character, at least. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I guess you could say events are like Splatfests, which those will probably continue longer than the updates will. But I think it would be healthy for Splatoon to, if they have a large community, to continue to stimulate that community with free updates. I mean, nice. you, you don't think they'd go the route of paid updates, do you? I don't think it's in Nintendo's best interest. Not for a game like this. For a game like, you know, Mario Kart or, you know, Smash or something like that. Yeah, it makes a little bit sense, but I feel like, I feel like this, like Overwatch, like Destiny, these are services, you know what I mean? I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Where there's, you know, a big push in the game industry to for companies to make games as a service. Um, I think with Nintendo, it's, you know, they're more likely to release a full sequel at some point, whereas something like Overwatch will probably get updates much, much longer before they get a proper sequel. Or what I think the realistic thing that Overwatch is going to do is some point down the line, they're going to do like a 30 to $40, like very large expansion, and it just be an expansion and not Overwatch 2. Yeah. Um, like, maybe maybe the next, you know, maybe, you know, a year from now they do a very large Overwatch update, and it's like, you know, we have the Overwatch Origins Edition, the next one is Overwatch, like, the Rise of Talon or something. And it's just a large update that you pay for, but when you pay for it, you're getting, like, I don't know, five new characters, a bunch of new maps, maybe a couple modes, and then after that, they go back to the free update, update for a long time. I mean, that's the way that they kind of do it with their other games, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, WoW will go around for a while, and then they'll put out, like, a $40 expansion. Um, I just think a year is not a long time for Splatoon, especially with Nintendo's press for, like, you know, an eSports presence, and obviously wanting to build this game up as a community. Uh, I'm not saying it needs updates to survive, but it wouldn't be a bad thing for them to, you know... Say when the game comes out, they're going to do updates for a year. Maybe we're getting something every month or every two months. Maybe after a year we get something every four months. I don't know. Something. Something little. Little drip feed. That that method works. It pulls players back in. Some people that might get tired or jaded, it, it gives them a reason to play. It's the same thing with Overwatch. Like I'm sure when an event rolls around, the fucking active player base you know, jumps, up. jumps way up. Um... You know, and I'm sure that the Overwatch team is constantly always looking for a way to keep those players there. Uh, I think it would be in Nintendo's best interest to try to keep this community alive, if it's a large community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so so we get we're getting the free updates. Arms is getting it. Splatoon One did it. So I mean, it worked out in Splatoon One's favor. I can't imagine it doing anything negative to this game now. With the sequel coming in, you know, twenty first. A um, couple other things they went over was apparently it wasn't like common knowledge that Turf War was returning. I could have sworn they played Turf War on the at E three. What made you think it wasn't common knowledge? In the direct, they said like, "Yes, Turf War, tur- Turf War is returning." I'm like, that was I thought that was clear. 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure they played Turf War during the like the yeah. esports thing at E3. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, wait. I they might have been doing. I feel like they were doing like ranked. Well. Ranked modes. Ranked modes. Is Turf War not a ranked mode? No. So then maybe maybe they weren't playing it then. But I just thought it was. I thought that was like. So that's given. That was like the the main. Didn't we play Turf War at fucking PAX? Yes. Okay. Maybe that maybe that wasn't common knowledge then. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe they never officially said like Turf War is coming. Just maybe people that yeah. play the. Demo. I mean, I don't. I don't see what they would do in place of Turf War. But that's just. Yeah, I don't either. That's like their quick play. That's their basic mode. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's officially I guess. And then they they announced a couple of levels that were going to be in the game that were from the previous, the previous one. Ray Towers. Yeah. Uh, there was one other one. Fuck. Uh, shit. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I know. I I but know. The, I did see it. Like they so like more eight towers. They added something to it. Yeah, the other one that they announced. There's some additions to the level to. I'm assuming to make it fit more into the new mm-hmm. gameplay mechanics in this game. Um. So yeah, and the, and the other thing they kind of talked about was league battles. Which, I don't know if you saw that part, I but... I saw that part, and... I feel like the direct didn't really go over too clearly what it was. From what it seems like, from what I could gather, it's... You're playing the ranked game modes, mm-hmm. but you're in, mm-hmm. like... Like a, like a team. Like you're, a, But you can play with your friends. You can play with your friends, but like you can make like a squad, like an official sort of like, Hey, we're yeah. like... We're the past controller squad. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of cool, and it runs, like, from a, you know certain time period mm-hmm. uh, and you you know do well get points and you're awarded medals in the game I don't know if those translate into anything like if they're a special currency that you can use to like maybe re-roll gear or something or whatever but I don't know it, it's cool I, I mean it's again they're, they're definitely trying to put this game in a position where it has a competitive player base um, so you get ranked and league battle those are two things that are going to push people to play this more seriously, I guess. Not that there wasn't people that doing that already. Because when you get high up there and ranked, there's fucking people fucking yeah. fucking you up. That's true. Ugh. That brings me back. I can't wait. I'm so excited for this game. Um, and then another big thing that was not announced prior to this was Salmon Run. You can play offline four-player, and you can play it online. Yes. It was not... Prior to this, it w- it made it seem like you couldn't just hop online and play, but you can play with randoms online, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. And uh, seeing that you can win like good gear from it, rare gear or stuff you can only get from there, that's gonna be. I'm already excited about Salmon Run because I like horde type game modes. Um, this seems like something I'm gonna dump a lot of hours into. And honestly, it's again like Splatoon One was such a good game. That even though it did have a single player, like outside of that single player, there wasn't much else to the game other than playing online. But I mean, Overwatch has no single player. Functions fine because it's a good game. But having that extra little horde thing for Splatoon 2 is gonna like really keep me kind of trapped on this game for a while. Tangentially related, did you ever do the co-op stuff in the first Splatoon? There was something. There was something there. I've never had to do it because I played the, by myself. The offline thing. The offline. Yeah, and I never did because it just like it. It wasn't just one on one. 
Yeah, I have no idea what it was. They never. I'm pretty sure it was just one on one. One person had to use the gamepad. The other person could use a Con- controller. Like a pro controller. Yeah, I think that was the only mode that let somebody use a pro controller to play the game. Correct? Because you could only play with the gamepad on, on Splatoon. I believe so because I think online mode was like built for you to use the gamepad to do certain things. I think the game itself was just built for that, like using the screen as yeah. like your you know warping and being able to see the map and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I never touched that because it didn't. It didn't seem like anything that was for me. Mm. It honestly seemed kind of pointless to add, if you ask me. Like. I don't know if it was been clear yet, but I think you can play to at least two-player on okay. one Switch. That would be interesting to see. Maybe you can't. Maybe I'm lying. I mean, it's probably doable. I'm just trying to imagine. I I feel like with a game like this, you probably need, need the whole screen. The whole screen to see if you're doing two-player. Maybe it's, you can. It might be doable, but I I don't know them saying it. I don't. They might not have said it because it might not be a thing. I might be just talking on my ass. Now that I think about it, that screen is really small, and splitting it in half to play Splatoon would be a fucking disaster. Though I'm pretty sure that Rocket League, when it comes out, is going to be up to four-player split screen. All right. I mean, in handheld mode. If it works, it works. I mean, or maybe it's it, only two in handheld, but four, four on, on TV. The other thing that's really interesting about well, this is getting way off topic now with Rocket League coming to Switch is, I guess it was really important for them, especially with crossplay being a thing, that they wanted to make sure the game always ran in sixty FPS. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna run always in sixty FPS on Switch. That's pretty impressive. That's impressive, it's especially in handheld mode. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be a battery burner or not, but that's that's impressive. That's why I think I think it's four play. You can do four players on TV, but it has to be only up to two on handheld, which is still impressive. Like split screen, sixty FPS, and you're playing against someone on Xbox or PC. It's fucking cool. That is pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, the other the other things that they mentioned were the specials, new specials, all new specials. So all previous specials are now gone. Or away. Good. Because I feel like those were kind of... There were like some dope ones and some shitty ones. They were, and they were all tied to weapons, right? You couldn't... Yeah, they were all tied. Are they still going to be like that, did That's they say? That's what it sounds like. I was hoping that you could customize it, but I guess you could potentially make a combination that's like insane. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the first one, they were all tied to weapons. Hmm. Um, I'll miss... A lot of the old specials, like my old loadout. I wonder if you could still see it on that website. On that website. Uh, but my old loadout, I used to use. I think my special, my sub weapon was the suction bomb, and then my special was like the bomb rush with the suction bomb, which I loved using. Hmm. And that's gone. I know. I used to deal. What sucked a lot when I played against people were the people that had the bomb rush that either used the balloons or, like, the triangle-shaped... Grenades? Yeah, those ones were a fucking pain. Were they called splat bombs? I think they were called splat bombs. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope that there's some customization, because, like... Sometimes I like a weapon, but I really don't like their special. Yeah. I, I, I feel like there'll be a way that they're going to implement that. Because I... F- Again, I just feel like there's a heavy push for 
competitive esports with this game. Mm-hmm. So it might make sense for them to. And I mean, again, unless the game is balanced in a way that the weapons are all balanced so that they make sense, you know what I mean? So there's not something that's super overpowered. I forget if it was mentioned in the splat in the direction not. I know we mentioned you can save loadouts to Amiibo. Can you just save loadouts in the game so that way if you see a certain map's in rotation, you can quickly switch to that loadout? My, my guess would be yes. I think that it's been made clear that in between matches, you can change your loadout. Okay. So my guess is that they'll have, like, you'll have, like, you know, four preset loadouts that you can swap to. Um, I think the Amiibo loadout save thing is more for if okay. I'm going over your house and I'm like, oh, shit, they bring my fucking, my shit. Um... Which is kind of cool. Because it's especially kind of cool if, like, if we can play, I guess, two people on TV online, it would be kind of cool for if you don't have some of the weapons I have for me to be like, boink, I got my shit here. Because um, I, I don't know why else you would need that. If I don't know why you'd be playing on someone else's Switch, Switch if Switch. they're not playing. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I must, like... Just because the Switch is portable, I feel like, eh, if I need my load, I'm just going to bring my fucking Switch on, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know why I would bring... An amiibo over my switch doesn't make any sense. I, I guess there's there must be a reason. Yeah. Um, Mike, you live in the hood. I'm gonna take my switch with me, but I'll bring this. I'll bring my amiibo. Bring my amiibo. I was like, bitch, don't come to my house. Speaking of amiibo, uh, are you gonna? Is it a three pack? They didn't say. I imagined it is. I feel like it's gonna end up being the same. It'll way. probably be singles for the inklings and then three the pack squid, for the squid. Which is how they fucking get me because I'm gonna need to buy it to get the squid. I already have the other two squids. I, I gotta have the third squid. I can't remember if I bought that other boy. I feel like I held in my hand and said, I'll come back for this, and I put it down. I think I only bought the boy. I, the second the second one, the boy, is black, right? Yes. So I definitely bought him. That's the one I wanted I bought, to get. I don't know if I bought the girl. I didn't buy the girl from the second set. I bought the girl from the first set. Wait, could you buy the orange squid alone the second time around? I think at some point you could buy the squid by itself. I must or have maybe, Or maybe no. it was only you could do it in Japan. Or yeah, not. Japan has always been separate. You know what? I might have just bought the three-pack to get the squid. That's probably what yeah. I did. So I probably have both. But, yeah, from the first set, I bought the squid girl. And I feel like I I either bought the boy from the second set or I thought about it. But I definitely have Callie and Mari. Yeah. I have Callie and Mari, too. And I guess we'll, we'll jump to that. They did show us the new fucking... The new idols. The new idols. And I'm just gonna go and say it, that they're fucking way better than Calimari. I love Calimari, but Marina and Pearl are dope. Marina and Pearl definitely lean further into, like, they've got attitude flair. The first two were like, you know, they're cute sisters, but I feel like they're like traditional yeah. Japanese idols. Which may be accurate, maybe just me yeah. fucking making shit up. These girls are like, you know, the new school, like... I feel like they're a little bit more Western. Yeah, that's probably fair to say. I mean, they're... Like, they're bursting with character. I fucking love them. Like, they are great. Like, Marina's a little reserved. Little, you know, like... uh, Not ditzy, but like, she's a little more reserved. Where fucking Pearl's like, what up? I'm in your face. Making a lot of weird obscene gestures right now. Nothing was obscene about me going, put my hands up, going, "What up?" Mm. What? Yeah. What's the real talk of town is, Marina. Uh huh. Octoline. Oh, people think she's an octoline. Did you see her hair? Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, wait. Did you see her icon? 
All right, we're gonna dig into this later, but like off the off the air. But yeah. Oh shit. Did you like, notice her icon though? No. Her icon, I think it looks like it had. Didn't don't Aqualings all have those like goggles on? Um, I think so. Maybe. Her icon looks like it has a goggle on, the, like goggles. So, Interesting. Could be. I don't know if like, well, they I mean, made they made peace with the Octolings and now or what what what's happening in the world of Splatoon right now? Well, they haven't. Outside of the single player being that you're trying to save Callie, I believe. They haven't said who the enemy is. Is it? No. Really? I mean, I feel like there was. At well, one I mean, you do fight Octolings. Like, I yeah, clearly show you fighting Octolings. I feel like there was at one point in Splatoon One, like. The possibility in the code wasn't there like something that kind of got like leaked. Someone was data mining. S- someone s- had done a thing, and I believe, and it's been a while, but I believe someone was going in there playing as an octoling girl. It also fucked up things for online. Like I think you played against some shit broke. It's been a while. But the code was there. The code was the code was there. Yeah, I mean that would be a cool. That would be a cool like later down the line big update to be like oh by the way. Fucking Octoling Invasion. Now you can play as Octolings. That'd be fucking dope. Ooh, I'd, I'd set myself up with an Octoling girl. It'd be fucking nasty. I'm so excited for this game. Oh my god, I'm, it comes out fucking so soon. I'm so excited. But that's the other thing. So they, you know, you know, interesting. They didn't. I don't think they did this with the first platoon with the Splatfest preceding the release of the game. No, we didn't it's, know what Splatfest were until we were well into the game. It's really smart for what they're doing. I mean, they followed the model of Splatoon 1 where they did a global test fire twice so you could test the game out. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, obviously you and I you know know what Splatoon is. We're already excited about we're going to get it regardless. Uh, but that's a great way to pull new people in, especially new Switch owners looking for something to play. But now they're seemingly going to give us pretty much the full online game in the form of a Splatfest the week before the game comes out. Yeah. It's a pretty smart fucking move. Like, Splatfests are already, like, you know, similar to events in Overwatch, probably pulling so much more traffic back into the game normally. So this is going to be, like, everyone's going to fucking download this to play the Splatfest. So it's going to be, like, you know, pushing the fucking limits of the servers. So it's probably a good way for them to tune the servers right before the game launches. two or three hours, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think that's all it is. I think it's like July 15th from 3 to 7 Pacific. So whatever, this fucking that's five, 5 to 9? 6 to 10. 6 to 10? What? 6 to 9. Yeah, so I mean that's... Nope, I was right the first time. 10. I'm like looking at the numbers, I'm like, I know there's three... It's a three hour difference, so I was trying to do the math and I forgot what 3 plus 7 was. No, 6 to 9. Wait. No. Yeah, it's... So it's... Six to ten. But that's not three hours. It's four hours. No, I'm saying... Oh, this three is four hours. hours. They're three hours. Ahead. I gotcha. I thought it was three us. and three. We're, no. we're crazy. Okay. I thought it was three hours behind, and the Splatfest was going for three hours. That's why I no, was no. like, no, Mike, that's not math. And then I did the math by looking at the paper. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure part of it is testing the servers right before the game launches to make sure when the game launches... It, works properly um but yeah new specials I'm excited about those they all seem pretty fucking awesome uh and kind of game changing mm-hmm. uh you get the Tenta missiles 
which I didn't. It wasn't clear to me. Were they? Could you use those in the Splatfest? I mean, in the Splat Global Splat. Yes, that uh, was what I ended up using the most. I, I used the the fucking the Doom Fist alt. Yeah. Um. But then there's the Stingray, which shoot or Manta Ray Stingray, which shoots through fucking walls. Through walls, yes. I wonder how that works from the player's perspective. If you can see through the wall when you're going to use it, because I don't see why it would work otherwise. Most, if not all, the specials. I. Not definitely not all the specials, but in the previous games, like when you called in the ink strike or um, I think the the whale thing, you know, like it was like a big speaker that would shoot out. That's what I used. That's that was for my loadouts. Typically, ended up with me having that as a special. Yeah, I, the killer with, whale. The killer whale. Yeah, both of those things I think are similar to that, in which you can see that it's coming, so you have like the time to move. Yeah. So like with the with the tenter strike. Is that what it's called? Tenta yeah. missiles? Um, I know I've been on the receiving end of those, and you could see that they were coming, and you could you had time to like move away. Well, I think what they do is you they lock on they to walk. a person, yeah. but once they shoot, like they're not like homing into you. They're just yeah. homing into that, that spot. Exactly. Um, I, don't, I don't know. All these things are added to the game. I can't, I can't fucking wait. And then the final thing that they spoke about that up until this point I really haven't known too much about is the app mm-hmm. and how... Nintendo Switch Online is going to function as a paid service. We don't have to pay for it until 2018, but the app is going to launch alongside the game for free up until next year. I'm hesitant. I think that they're doing a lot of things wrong by doing this, but at the same time, like at least the way it functions for Splatoon, like it has a lot of cool features. Like, being able to look at your stats and, like, you know, pair up people. Like, all that stuff is cool. I, I'd have to imagine that the reason they're doing this way is battery life for the Switch. Yeah. I, I'd have to imagine that's why. Actually, is there a fucking headphone jack on this? There is not. So the Pro Controller doesn't even have a headphone jack. I mean, I guess, theoretically, they could do an attachment that would plug into the USB-C. Yes. Um, Matter of fact, oh, wait. You got... No, you... Never mind. What? Actually, now I think about it. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Never mind. I forgot that there's no iteration of the iPhone currently that uses USB Type C. No. Is um, the next one going to use it? Potentially. I, I. How long have you guys used Lightning Cable as opposed to the 30 pin? Lightning Cables, I think, launched with five. Okay, so it's been a while. If they were going to change it, I mean, now would be the time since their MacBooks are doing it. But at the same time, I believe they still like doing proprietary Lightning Pin. I don't know what the rumors are for the iPhone 8. Interesting. Ah, uh, 7. 7? Really? It's on 6 right now. Really? I have a 6. Last year was 6S or whatever the fuck. Oh. Well, whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I have a 6, and I, I do... I get it every two... I get a new phone every... I always get the next number, not the mid-iterations. Like, I've always had, like, the iPhone. iPhone 2, iPhone yeah. 3... You know, and then I never get the iPhone 3S. Yes, you're right. So unless unless last year's iPhone was the 7. Do you do you have a headphone jack? Yes. Didn't the most recent one not have a headphone jack? That's that's last year was the 6S. The 6S was the one that didn't have a headphone jack? I mean, I have a 6, and it has a headphone jack. I don't remember. Last year was the 6S, unless, unless they didn't do it mid-iteration. No, they definitely, they probably didn't. Yeah, so 7 is this fall. 
Does it say on my phone? I mean, I know I have a six. I believe that, but I could have sworn that. Uh, I mean, it's not super important. Now I'm just. No, I'm pretty sure that the 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 big update with. So they skipped a mid iteration. Well, Unless I've had my phone for that long. I don't know. We can look at it up after. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know. My, my guess is that the reason they're doing this is because they want to not put all this strain on the battery life of the Switch. It, it's, it's a divisive thing because there's some people like us... Who, yeah, it's inconvenient and it's stupid, but we're going to make it work because we don't care. But there are some people who are going to use it as a chip to be like, oh, fuck, fuck the Switch or, or fuck Nintendo or whatever. So it, it's it's something they definitely need to fine-tune. Hopefully hopefully this app functions fucking amazingly. But, uh, yeah, so we should probably transition off of Splatoon and into the other kind of big thing that happened this week, which was I felt like kind of out of nowhere. Like we don't have a we don't have a date for the next event yet, right? We just know it's coming soon. Yeah. It's definitely coming soon. Yeah. It'll probably come this month. This month or the beginning. So there was I guess you can finish setting this up and then I will tell you about what I saw. Oh, sorry. Um so basically Blizzard kinda out of nowhere two days ago, three days I don't know. It this was, this week. It was whatever day we came back from New Hampshire, because you had texted it to us while we were driving. Oh yeah, so that was Tuesday. Tuesday was the fourth. So it yes. happened on fourth of July? Yes. No, the fourth the thing that happened on the fourth of July was that he got broken out of prison by Reaper. Yes. And then, and then we got the video on Thursday. Yes, Thursday was the day we got the video. Because it was my boss, I couldn't check my phone. Got it. Um So yeah, Blizzard kinda just came I mean I feel like that when they're ready to do it they just do it anyway mm-hmm. they don't really give us a warning they just do it um, but Doomfist is finally fucking real he's finally in the game he's finally actually here I was like so positive that the next character was not going to be Doomfist I like I, I just I felt like they kept teasing other things uh, I think Doomfist had been teased for a while and but I don't think there was anything with the exception of like him kind of being teased during Orissa's reveal I don't think anything else was like being hinted at no they definitely they I feel like they definitely made hints to other things bef- recent more recently there wasn't Winston's buddy like a oh, big, yeah, I, a big I, leak or a big like hint yeah I guess you could say that um but yeah now that he's finally here we got his his Intro video is fucking awesome. Did you I, actually watch this one? I, I did. Okay. Yes. It's just the, it's, it's animated. animation. Yeah. It's like, and it's the fight, right? Yes. Yeah, it's fucking dope. Like I'm all about it. Fucks Tracer up. I know. And Winston gets fucking pissed. Well, so if you read if you go to Blizzard's website and you read Doomfist's like backstory, mm-hmm. his story, it, it makes it seem like that that fight that they have mm-hmm. is the fight that gets him imprisoned. Right. Because Winston is the one that imprisons him, mm-hmm. and it's and it explicitly says on Blizzard's website that in a in a fight between Genji Tracer and Winston, Doomfist is captured. Yeah. Um. I mean, whole fucking side note. Like, if you're telling like outside of Overwatch, because in Overwatch my feelings change completely, but like in like lore lore Overwatch, like the fucking like story side of things, not the gameplay side of things, like. 
Genji Tracer Winston is a dope fucking team. That's like a dope little like group of little fucking squad. heroes. Yeah, I, I fucks with that. Like in Overwatch, I don't fucks with that. But like in the outside of things, like I'd watch. I'd, I'd watch a fuck. I would watch. It's a, a, solid, I would, it's a solid dive conference. It is. I would watch a fucking movie about them, like fucking dudes up. Like, even if it was a short. Even if it was like a twenty minute fucking like just like a little animated thing. I would watch the shit out of that. I mean, you haven't watched any of this stuff, so, like, clearly, if they want to put the resources into it, they can make a fucking amazing... They should. I, I, I bet they will at some point. They'll do some, some sort of extended thing. One could hope. Probably when the big update comes, when the huge update. It's prefaced by fucking... Winston? No, it's prefaced by yeah. It's is this thing on? It's prefaced by when Overwatch: The Rise of Talon, the fucking forty dollar expansion drops. It's gonna be prefaced by a fucking dope, dope fucking not CGI animated nastiness. I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. Anyways, so now that Doomfist has finally fucking graced our presence, like, what, what are we feeling about this character? I'm... Sorry to, ju- to just keep talking, but, uh... I'm very surprised that he's an attack character. Me too. Like, very surprised. My gut, for two reasons, for a long time, forever, up until they finally revealed him, was that we've gotten a character for each class, except, except for defense. defense. I figured he was going to be a very offensive defense character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like defense would have been a good place for him to be. But seeing how his character functions now, like, I get that he's, an like, a flanking attacker. Yeah. I just didn't expect him to put it, to put in an attacker. Yeah, I didn't either. And now it kind of opens the floodgates where it's like, I, I felt like off the air, at least me and Dom have kept having the kind of argument that, you know, they're going to, they're going to, balance who they're adding like they're gonna add one from each class mm-hmm. and uh you know eventually they're gonna like dom doesn't think that eventually they're gonna have a large expansion i, I think that that's what they'll do instead of doing overwatch 2 i think i think that's the thing that makes the most sense um you know i, I think that's the thing that makes the most actually sense. the more i think about it and by that i mean like in the last 30 seconds while we're talking I don't know how well an expansion pack would work. I feel like at a certain point it would become too difficult to balance the game with too many heroes, so they'd have to start fresh, more or less, with the exception of keeping a few characters, which would suck. But like, that's what I would—that's what I could picture happening too. I mean, I can see that being it too, but I still feel like it would function as an expansion, where it would be like a forty-dollar thing, and if you move on to the expansion. Like, maybe they do do a thing where it's like, all right, now a bunch of heroes aren't in this game. They're dead or something. Mm-hmm. And there's ten new heroes. And, you know, I don't know. And, unless, they do an, unless they do a sequel and... That's an ice cream truck. Yes, I don't know where it's coming from. I, I've never seen an ice cream truck on my street, so... We're about to get raped, I guess. As long as I get ice cream, I don't care. I don't know, I... I, I, I guess I can see them doing it too. It's just the game would go in a different direction. But like, does does a sequel, like, does a sequel get justified by just being a new cast of heroes? I don't know. 
They're actually ringing the bell for us. Yikes. Oh, thanks, oh my goodness. That's, that's literally in like... Hello? Don't talk to me. I think they knew that we were here. It's like, I know these assholes are going to come up he for ice cream. He didn't fucking stop for anything. He because no one came out. That's how ice cream trucks work. They don't have like a stop, like a bus. They're like, no, but they usually the slow down at like specific spots of the street and like wait a minute to see if anyone comes out. Like that wasn't enough time for us to get out there if we wanted ice cream. Are you and talking about? Chase it down a fucking street. We heard that. We heard that car. Yeah, for a while. but I mean, come on. Let's be honest. We're f- I'm f- I'm fat, but I'm not that fat. I'm not gonna be fucking chasing ice cream truck on the street. Chase the ice cream truck. Just like when I heard it coming, I was like, we should probably go outside and just scope out where it's coming from and flag him down. Do you think they take credit cards? <laughs> probably not. That's a very modern ice cream truck if it does. Yeah, I mean, we could all use Square. I was like, oh. I mean, I guess, but like, come on. Okay. Now that we talk about the ice cream truck, I guess we can go back to Overwatch. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's in their best interest. Like, again, talk about polarizing your, your fan base. You're going to take out 10, 10 to 15 characters that people have fallen in love with and replace them with new people. That's yeah, a, that's, what, a, that's, that's a dangerous game. It is. That's what I was thinking about too. It's like, would it? Could they? Could they add a bunch of characters while keeping it balanced, or would they be forced to kind of? I think yes. Knock out a few. I think yes. I mean, you look at it from the fighting game perspective. Smash Four is pretty balanced, and they continually until they finished were balancing it, and that had what forty-eight characters in it. Yeah, something like that. My my guess is that. If they continue updating it with, by adding new characters, we're going to get more, like, heroes that maybe have similar abilities, but are like a mix-up of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you have things that work in the game already, but now you have a hero that has, like, a mix, kind of like Arissa. Arissa's kind of a mix of other people's abilities. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think it's much more likely that we get a, a large expansion before we get. I mean, and guess unless the. I mean, unless loot boxes are that profitable for them that they just keep updating it slowly over time. And. I mean, you gotta think now, too. Like, we're at 25 heroes with Doomfist. 25 or 26? I'm pretty sure Doomfist is 25. I could have. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I mean. There you go. The other thing they could do, too, to, like, the next... Like, if they did a big expansion, they could introduce a new class of hero. I don't know what it would be, but you have attack, defense, support tank. They could introduce a new type of class. And that would be a way to change up, change it up a little bit. Um, I don't know. But let's get back to less speculating more about Doomfist now that he's here. And he's an attack character. And he's a flanker. How do you feel about him as a character? He's also the only true villain in the game. He's a legit villain. So is Reaper. They're both from, they're both from, leaders of uh, talent. And, and I get that, but I was confused because when I was reading it on, I thought it was Blizzard's website. It said he's the he's the inclusion of the first true villain in the game. I mean, possibly I. I guess with Reaper's tragic background, you could argue something with him, but I feel like he's pretty evil. And then Widowmaker's background is also sort of uh, wish-washy, and Sombra is really more of a chaotic, evil, chaotic yeah. neutral. I don't know. I mean, it's it's irrelevant. I just thought it was interesting that they said he's the first true villain in Overwatch. Maybe we're, maybe I read someone's opinion. opinion and not a fact. I'll have to go back and look for the article I read, but... uh. 
yeah, I mean, I've yet to play with him, obviously, yet. Mm-hmm. He's only on PC and the PTR, but I'm liking what I see. I think that a good Doomfist is going to cause some fucking havoc. Probably. Um, he definitely... He's, he's a character that they designed, I think, specifically... Well, I mean, Reinhardt's kind of fallen out of favor to begin with. But because his attack, like, his charge can go through shields, yeah. he's good to, like, kind of break up that first little choke, I would think. Yeah. He, so, if someone has, like, a Reinhardt, like, you know, you're you're throwing out shields left and right. Well, I'm trying to think this. Like, if you're trying to construct a team comp, and you have fucking Reaper, Doomfist, Zarya, Reinhardt, two healers or two support mm-hmm. like you got Reinhardt shield you get Zarya's bubble you get Doomfist's fucking the best defense mm-hmm. which is his passive right like that's a fucking ridiculous team that's that's like a nasty team in my opinion yeah your only trouble would come from any long range characters so if you've got like a Pharaoh flying in the sky or you could always switch it up you could swap Reaper out for Soldier you know I mean, drop down to one support possibly, and roll you know roll another attacker. But I mean, Doomfist I feel like opens a lot of options for team comps. With I f- I feel like though he does have some similar things like like he's kind of like a Reinhardt but not really. I feel like he he opens up a lot of new things to building a tactical team. I mean, he his, his compared to other attack characters, he's he's pretty different. He has to be real up close to actually do his damage. Well, that's what... He's a flanker. It's the yeah. same thing as Reaper. Reaper is supposed to be up close yeah. to do damage. You know what I mean? A ranged Reaper isn't doing anything. Just like a ranged Doomfist isn't really doing anything. Yeah. But I mean, like, with his his primary fire almost being kind of like... Something he put in there just because it's a shooter. And it's like, well, he's using his fist. I don't know. Maybe he shoots from his other fist. Oops. Uh, no, his primary is his left hand shooting the bullets, right? Yeah. I mean, it functions kind of like Tracer's Blink, right. where over time, you don't use it, it regenerates ammo. No, I mean, that's something like that is necessary, and I don't hate it. I like the way that it functions, but... No, it functions fine. I just mean, like, it's weird how his main... It's not weird, but it's different. How his main thing is basically kind of getting in close and punching people in the face until they die. I feel like that's what Doomfist is, though. Yeah, no, it's exactly what he is. Yeah, so I don't, I don't hate it. I think it's a nice addition to the roster. I think it again. I think it opens up a lot of. I think it will change the meta of the game very quickly. Yeah. Because he, you know, a good Doomfist is going to be every time he lands a punch, he's yeah. shielded. That's fucking pretty ridiculous. Like that's gonna ch- that is going to change the meta of the game quickly, but I mean then you have his rising uppercut, mm. um, which I haven't seen gameplay of that and how that works. He you know it's like a little you know Shoryuken, and then he kind of floats up in the air a little bit and then I believe you can choose where you land sort of. That's kind of that's interesting. That's an interesting move there, and then uh, obviously his meteor strike, which is his ultimate. Kind of looks like an aerial Reinhardt ult. Yeah. Functions kind of similar to Reinhardt's ult. Um, 
I think I think his inclusion is like purposefully chaotic. Like he's going to he's gonna disrupt game game comps. Like he's gonna disrupt gameplay. Yeah. Like he seems he seems like a character that, you know, a really good Doomfist could possibly himself turn the tide of a match. You think he can carry a team? I don't know if carry the team is right, but like let's say Ron Hanamura you know, he gets around or, you know, gets to the group of them. Like, I feel like him alone could very easily, like, break a wall defense down and allow the rest of the team to go through or just, I, I feel like he's a fucking menace. Like, I feel, I, I feel like already he's going to be somebody that can really distract a team. Yeah, I've, I've seen a little gameplay of people using him and I tried using him on my computer but my computer cannot run Overwatch. So, uh, but yes, he's he's very interesting. Although I said the same thing about Sombra too when she came out. Sombra's a little different though because like she's, she's, I mean, I guess she's kind of a flanker but like her thing is more about like disabling people. Yes. Where he's more about like bring the attention to me. Come fucking fight me. Like I feel like his goal is to sneak behind, get in there, maybe pick somebody real quick, and then the team's like shit, Doomfist is back here. We got to kill fucking Doomfist because if we don't, like he's going to fucking run shit right now. Mm. Um and like him having a charge move similar to Reinhardt's like that's a like, for me, as Reinhardt, with his charge, I typically use it in one of three ways. I feel like, you know, if me and you couple Zarya, you shield me, I can boost through a lot of maps that would break down their first defense mm-hmm. and allow our team to get through. I'll use it in a scenario where, like, you know, I'll pop my ult, I'll throw Fire Strike, and then I'll charge through. can usually kill a lot of people, if not everyone in front of me. Or, like... If it's a scenario where it's like, shit, everyone just died, I'm going to die if I stay on the point, it's better if I stay alive and group up with everybody, I can charge out. So, like, giving Doomfist that kind of capability where it's like, he can charge through to, like, break a, de- break a defense down, he can, you know, seemingly charge, I don't know, his ult probably would work backwards, where you'd probably want to charge, try to kill somebody with charge, and then ult. I feel like that's how he would function better. I'd have to play with him. But, uh... And then having the charge ability to escape. Especially because he's quicker than Reinhardt, I'm assuming. And he's an attack character with probably less health. And he's a flanker. Like, I feel like giving him that charge ability to get the fuck out is, like, a good... It's a tactic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like Reaper has teleport. Or Wraith. Doomfist can get the fuck out of there. And take someone with him, if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be very disruptive. But I can't wait for when he does launch. Uh, if they let him play in competitive the first week he's there, I can't wait to play competitive and not use him and hopefully play against people who are bad with him trying to use him in competitive on week one. Um, I think Orisa was disabled week one, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. That's why I said if they choose to let her. I mean, it's smart for the community if they do not let her him be in competitive week one. Like... People are going to use him thinking they know what they're doing, and they don't. Ooh. Ooh. Stretch. 
to me, even one week isn't enough time to, to master a new hero that you should be bringing into competitive. But First thing I'm going to do is buy a gold Doomfist glove. Well, that's the, th that's the thing I was going to bring up is... Is his is his glove not already gold? It's goldish. Doesn't uh, soldier have like a skin where his gun is basically gold already? I think he has like gold accents because he has a gold outfit. He yeah. does, yeah. Um, I am curious to see Doomfist's other skins though. They haven't shown those yet. Have they, have I don't they, think they, I don't think any of them exist yet. Okay, I'm excited to see what some of those look like. I like him. I think he's a good character. I'm I'm excited, and it's exciting to me because. If he plays at all like an attack Reinhardt, it's like a character that I'll probably enjoy using. Um, so I guess that brings us to the future of Overwatch. Like, what do you... Like, now what do you think happens? Do you think we get more characters now? Well, we've gone through a year. We got four characters. Do we do anything? With the exception of Hammond being sort of teased... I don't know what else they have in the pipeline. I remember seeing like leaks in the past saying like, "Hey, you know, they've got these characters lined up." Yeah. And I think most of them have come true. Doomfist was kind of a give me, so I don't know how. I don't know if these supposed leakers actually had any real information. If they were just making like educated guesses. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, it's obviously this is a thing, but we can make it easy guess about is that I'm sure there's plenty of characters that have been worked on. And maybe are still being worked on. Yeah, like they definitely have a stable of things, ideas that you know are at some point of development. Just unsure if they're ever going to make it in the game. I think Jeff in one of the developer updates, I think the one around Christmas time, he had said that there's a, you know there's plenty of characters and levels we're working on. Not all of them will ever make it into the game, but there's always things we're working on. Blah blah blah. blah. I'm Jeff. Yeah, that's what he says. Um. I mean, I think they've made it clear that we're going to get events for a while. Mm hmm So, that's a thing. But this is the part that brings me back to mine and Dom's conversation about what's going to happen with a big expansion or an Overwatch 2 is they haven't added a new defense character. So, at the very least, are we just going to get a new defense character to give them another role? Or... Are we done? Yeah, with, with Doomfist not being a defense character, that kind of threw me for a loop. So now I can't imagine what they're going to do next. Yeah. The The other thing is this, and this is why when I said big expansion, Rise of Talon, is they kind of left the door open with Doomfist's introduction by saying that he's, you know, basically one of many Talon council members. Mm-hmm. So that leaves the opportunity open for, one, more villains to come in the game, which would be kind of cool. And two, there are these other Talon people that exist that aren't just, like, grunts. They're, you know, legit, like, fucking top tier. Like Doomfist, like Reaper. Uh, so, I mean, again, it gives us the opportunity to maybe have more Talon characters. But it also opens the door for maybe the next big expansion is the Rise of Talon. I'm just saying. Yeah, you've been pushing that one for a while. I think it would be, again, I think it would be cool. Like, OG Overwatch is the Origins Edition. We're talking about fucking Winston, Tracer, the Origins of Overwatch. Now, the Rise of Talon. Doomfist is out. He's going to rally the fucking troops. 
You think Doomfist is just fucking chilling somewhere? No, Doomfist is like, yo, I gotta get my boys. And me and Reaper and maybe Sombra are gonna fucking fuck shit up. Maybe. And maybe Weird Omega. I can't wait to see how he interacts with other characters. His, like, in-game voice lines. That will actually... It's gonna be fucking awesome. I think I did read someone say what happens with when he and Sombra interact, but I already forget what it was. So, n- now, like... Does does how does Reaper interact? Cause I I like I don't play Reaper, so I tune it out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, but how does Reaper interact with non Talon members in the game? Like, what does he say to them? Depends on depends on the character. Do you have any examples? Um, I know he says some stuff to Soldier Seventy Six. Well, they have a backstory. They together. have a backstory together. He has a backstory with uh with Mercy too. Like when Mercy says, "Oh, what happened to you?" He's like, "You tell me, Doc." Um, him and him and McCree say some stuff. Um, Dead Eye Walking. That's <laughs> no. Dead Eye Walking. What does he say? Does he not say Dead Eye Walking? Um, he says like Dead Eye Ready if he's talking about his ultimate, and they might say Dead Man Walking, but I don't think Dead Eye Walking would be a good phrase. I think his... one of the, his like passive voice lines in the game is Dead Eye Walking. Okay. I'm going to look it up after this. Please I'm pretty do. sure it does. It's weird. Dead Eye Walking. Um, he says some stuff to Winston, but it's like just casual banter like, I think Widow, Winston, wait, what does he say? Oh, Reaper says. Give me that peanut butter. <laughs> Reaper says like. Um, Give me that peanut butter. <laughs> this is my peanut butter. Ugh, I don't even want to talk to you. So what does Winston say? No, Reaper says, uh, oh, all the kids are afraid of the monkey or something like that. And uh, Winston goes, I don't even think children are afraid of you, Reaper. <laughs> Does he really say that? Some shit like That's that. That's some fucking baller shit right there. I think those are the ones I can think of offhand. I'm pretty sure I've heard Reaper go, is this thing on? All right, turn off the mic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're done. I have to. But yeah, I'm excited for the future of Overwatch. It's it's in a spot now that I can't pin down because Doomfist is an A defense character. That makes me think that we're going to get more characters this year before we get some sort of big update slash sequel. Well, possibly. Maybe I mean, they just, maybe they just don't care about the defense. They're like, ah, fuck the defense. Well, the other thing I was like kicking around with Dom the other day when Doomfist got announced was... Maybe the way they looked at it was they're looking at, like, character usage statistics where it's like, oh, we don't need to add a defense character because, I don't know, the usage of defense characters is so high or something. Maybe they were like, oh, like, the usage for, you know, offense characters is very low or it's, you know, mainly X hero and Y hero. Let's add another person to to open that up a little bit. I think part of it might be because... Hold on, let me gather some thoughts real quick before I start talking. I think... So, Doomfist, from what I recall, was not a planned character. Oh. He was He was something that, like... So, I know you don't watch the videos, but, like, the first Overwatch, like, video was the one with, like... like Loves that fucking little kid, um, and they put the Doomfist gauntlet in there and all that stuff. 
So I think after a while, people were like, oh, so are we going to get Doomfist? But really, the Doomfist was added in that video just for, like, a thing, just for them to do in the video. So after people started clamoring for a Doomfist, they're like, all right, let us create Doomfist. And then after they created him, they decided, okay, with the abilities that we've put together, he probably fits into this class. Whereas someone like um, Anna, I think they already planned out, maybe they wanted another healer. Like, they came, they came in with the concept of a character and then made the character, whereas Doomfist, they came in with the character and had to make him work somehow, and they're like, all right, yeah. now we've done this, he's, I guess he's an, he's an offensive hero. Which I can see that, too, but again, the, like, the thing that is confusing me is that, so they have to create Doomfist, and then when they start creating him, they realize he's an attack character. Mm-hmm. Why not? Because, again, I'm sure they have, like, multiple characters in development for each class, why not make the next hero a defense character? Like, there was a there was a decision somewhere along the line to say, no, Doomfist is going to be character 25. Like, Doomfist is in the next one, and he's attack. Like, they, there's no, there's no, like, like, we don't know who's, you know, we never know who the next character is unless they explicitly say it. Because uh, for, a, for a while, when the whole Sombra thing was going on, we all thought, Anna was Sombra. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I I just... It, it's weird. It's not weird that... I mean, it is, in my mind, weird that Doomfist is a attack character. But it's more weird that they chose to add a second attacker okay. before they give one to each class. So, I, I'm, I'm... I don't know. I feel like there has to be some sort of reasoning to it other than, you know we want to add Doomfist now, because, I mean, if they added somebody else before they added Doomfist, who was a defense character, I don't think they'd be mad about it. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Those people don't fucking count. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Time will tell. The other thing they could do with, now that Doomfist is here, and, you know, they've alluded to other Talon characters existing... They could always do a talent event. Yes. Like, from what everything seems to be leaning towards, the next event is going to be Summer Games again, which I'm totally fine with. But, I mean, the event after that could always be a talent event. Like, the Halloween event could be a good place to do a talent roll, event. roll in a talent event and roll out another talent character. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I agree with Dom that I think, at this point, I think the next character we need is, I think we need a second aerial character. Yes, that that much I agree with, because we can't have Farrah bogarting the skies. I think, I mean, that would, I'm, uh, I mean, that's that's a good thing and a bad thing, because can you imagine dealing with two fucking flying two flying characters like that? But then again, like... Uh, it would also be fucking awesome to like that's like you know a situation where if the two flying characters are good like you gotta switch up your shit I don't know I'm I'm all about it we'll only see we'll, we'll, we have no idea of telling no but, unless we've got a flying monkey if Hammond could fly I don't know was he rumored to fly no I'm just throwing things wasn't out. he rumored to be support I don't think anyone rumored anything I think we all kind of took guesses at it, but I haven't heard anything definitive or even 
I thought what people were piecing together was that he was a support character that could climb and I, couldn't jump like Winston jumps. I uh, haven't heard anything. I don't know where they'd even get that kind of information. The internet? Oh, of course. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. I'm pretty sure that's what people were saying. I mean, I don't know if there was any fact behind it or any leak or data line or something. But I think that wraps up this week's episode, episode 39. All right. Uh, this week's episode, by the way, Mike, is sponsored. I don't know if you're aware of this. No, I have no idea what this is all about. Well, it's sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. Oh. And if you happen to be in the Salem area, Salem, Massachusetts, that is, on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11 p.m., you can head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And since that might be a little confusing, Mike, what is a fatty? It's a cookie. It is a cookie, and it's fucking delicious. And every weekend, they concoct three delicious fatties that run on Friday and Saturday. And the following week, if you miss out, they're gone. So another, another set of three. They do eventually. Some of them return at other times. Cycle. But every weekend, it's a different set of cookies, and they are tasty, tasty, tasty. And if you happen to go by, let them know past the controller sent you. And you'll be greeted with lots of lots of love. And delicious cookies. Yep, hugs and shit. Hugs and cookies. And as always, you can find us on the interwebs at ptcgaming.com, on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller, and on Twitter at pass controller. You can find me at bgroom and Mike over here at underscore mikeopath. Mike, you got anything else? Nah, not really. All right. That'll do it. That'll do. That'll do, Mike.